The Morning Sports Desk, available on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and WadenaRadio.com. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Desk State Team Wrestling State Tournament Preview. I'm CJ Baumgartner, and we have a lot to talk about. We are going to give you the preview on all three of our local teams who are competing at the State Team Wrestling Tournament down at the XL Energy Center on Thursday morning. We're going to have all the coverage on 101.7 FM and AM 920 KWAD. You can also listen online anytime, anywhere, anyplace at wadinaradio.com slash KWAD. Our pregame coverage is going to start around 10.05 on Thursday morning, and we are going to have coverage with Kyle Gelsine and Dan Lawson down at the XL Energy Center. It is going to be awesome. And maybe you are driving down to the XL Energy Center. Maybe you're walking from your hotel in St. Paul down to the X, whether you're just listening at home and you want to get caught up on all the things going on in state wrestling for our local teams. We have you covered on the morning sports desk. Corey Tackman and I sit down with all three coaches of the state tournament teams, and we are going to get this thing rolling right now. It is a special recording of the morning sports desk. I'm CJ Baumgartner. Corey Tackman is to the far right of the screen, but Corey, we have a guest on the program today. We're talking with UNC Warriors head wrestling coach, Jake Oyster. He's joining the program. Hey, Jake, thanks for taking the time to join us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Jake, first of all, congratulations on uh, on another outstanding um, finish to, I guess, a regular season and section playoff run. But let's go all the way back to the uh, to the beginning of the season, a state tournament berth, a part of the goals and a part of what this team hoped to accomplish throughout the year. Yeah, we we knew it was going to be tough again. Last year, we kind of went in knowing Frazee was going to be tough and it was going to be kind of a 50-50 shot. This year, I I kind of went in with the same mentality. It's going to be a close one. A lot of people had Frazee favored, but then we, we got to meet them beginning middle of January at the Rick Lee tournament. And we were out quite a few of our middleweights and uh, we won all the close ones and beat them by 10. At that point in time, I was starting to think we were heavy favorites once we got those guys in there, but the section showdown was way tighter than I wanted it to be. (laughs) Were there any, um, you know, you mentioned some middleweights out and things like that, any sort of uh, uh, major hurdles or obstacles or humps in the way that uh, in the season that, that you needed to overcome, or was it just a slow and steady wins the race type of season? Well, yeah, it was, it was slow and steady, I guess. Um, we, this is probably a pretty common story for most teams. We just battled some concussions, some injuries and skin funk. And for whatever reason, we couldn't get the best lineup on the mat until about section time, but we had our best lineup and we're going to have our best lineup going to the state tournament. Um, so nothing out of the ordinary. It seems like every year we've got a good team, but someone or a handful of people are always going to be in and out of the rotation. And we've had a really good group of young kids that have slid in. And luckily we have some depth where, where we've been actually be really competitive and whoever we plug in is going to go out and battle. And, and we've been able to get, or have a lot of success throughout the season. We dropped four matches, but, but, uh, and we probably could have won two or three of those yet, but. 
You know, uh, talk about what the the strength uh, of your team is. You kind of touched on it already. You feel like you got some nice depth in a couple places, but uh, what do you feel like really has kind of been the anchor for uh, your team this season? Um, I would say our team, and this is, I was just telling my brother this the other day, or maybe this morning, but the best part about our team is it's pretty rock solid from 107 all the way to heavyweight. We've got 13 guys that are, are really good. Um, Maybe in the past, that first year we were to state, we had we had uh, several guys that were um, really really hard to beat, and we had Ethan Hendrickson who was darn near impossible to beat. Um, <clears throat> but this year we just got we had some holes in those teams. This year, every everybody we put on the mat is going to have a good chance of winning, um, and we might not have the 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 real hammers that we had but we don't have any holes so it's it's hard to uh, get a win on us with with anyone that isn't pretty good any so, highlights from the season jake that stand out from you? you you know you mentioned that match where you're like hey we're we're gonna be tough here this 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 really does feel good but any highlights that, that stand out individually as a team that that maybe helped you know feel like you're catapulting to that next level um, I don't know. Everyone probably individually had their own highlight. There's lots of duels that we won a lot of duels that, um, we expected some big things out of some young kids. And, uh, but I think everyone took their turn being the hero and getting a big win throughout the season. But, um, at the Rick Lee, I talked about that tournament against Frazee, but we went in there knowing that we were out some guys and and thinking, well, this could be ugly. That's kind of what happened last year. We were out some guys, and and that tournament, everyone is uh, seems like they're ranked or state state quality teams um, from all three classes, and uh, it can be rough if you're not not ready. I think we came away with one win last year, and this year we were out those guys, so we were uh, kind of prepared that that could be happening. But all those guys took turns, like being a hero and 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 uh, really helping us get some key wins over um, the first day. It was Frazee. We beat Tracy, who was a runner-up in their section and and uh, ranked, I think, in the rankings right now. Um, and the second day, we beat Brainerd. Um, and then we dropped duels to Holding Ford and Staples. But but we were in a position where we plugged in our guys and, and did the math, and we think we could have been right there with them with our best lineup. But, you know, as you get ready for the the state meet and you kind of know who that first match is going to be against, just tell us who that is and tell us what you know about them so far in the early scouting report. We will be facing Belgrade, Bruton, El Rosa. And uh, we haven't dueled them this year, but we saw them at the West Central tournament. There, it was an individual tournament. And so we had some individual matchups. So going into it, we feel pretty confident that we're capable of winning the first five. Then they get pretty pretty solid. They got a state champ in there at 170, but uh, we're, we're solid too. So I don't think we'll give up a whole lot of bonus points. I think we could uh, do some scheming and get away with a win at 160 and, and uh, 189 and, and our heavyweight already beat their heavyweight. Um, so if we wrestle like we've been wrestling all, all season and we just, we haven't dropped too many close matches. So I think uh, I feel really good about them. And then after that, likely facing Staples Motley or Lesueur Henderson. And, and uh, I, like I said, we lost to them earlier, but I think we put our guys in and, and uh, 
some of the that we knew we were short of those guys, so we wanted to see some matchups. And I, I like where we're sitting with, with the, those on our path to the state finals. I think. Jake, I'm always fascinated by this because it seems like it, it actually doesn't matter the sport. Every time there's a state tournament, at least as far as our stations and our listening area, we've got teams represented all over the place. And state wrestling is once again uh, that case with your UNC program, with Staples Motley, uh, with Bertha Hewitt, Verndale, Parker's Prairie. What What's the secret sauce here in central Minnesota that allows this wrestling to be so good year in and year out? Yeah, good question. Um, because even back when I was in high school, it seemed like there was like a highway 10 or 71. It was us and when I was at Bertha then, and Wadena was really good, and Perm was always really good, and they continue to have success. Um, but I don't know. Um, right now, I think part of it is we've got a pretty good freestyle club that goes on in DL, and Brainerd has one too. So these guys have some some opportunities. I don't know if it's as much as the, the Metro, but it doesn't have to be, I guess, because we're competing against people up here. So the closer we are to access those, that's good. But there's just a lot of people around here that really, really like the sport. And I'm fortunate. I've got a coaching staff that I've got six, seven guys that are really passionate about the sport. And there's six, seven guys that are, are thinking about this constantly and putting time in constantly throughout our elementary and high school practices. Well, and you kind of touched on that a little bit because it leans into my next question, which is you guys are now making another consecutive appearance at the the state meet. And for uh, that, obviously it takes a good program through and through. And what's kind of that secret sauce and how does that kind of bleed down into those younger kids to kind of motivate them to say, Hey, we can put you in a position to, to really succeed. Well, I can talk about some of the coaches that are, are big players in this. And, um, but we have a lot of high school and we talk to our high school guys and they're willing to help out with the elementary. So these guys aren't strangers to them. Uh, we know, <clears throat> we know the elementary kids look up to them and, and we're fortunate enough to have those guys that are, are super into this sport and, and willing to put in the time because the guys before them did the same thing, but, um, a lot of our elementary staff, we've got people that help out specifically with elementary and kind of get them going because we start elementary at, at uh, six o'clock and we end our varsity practice last time at 530. And then we always have guys that want to stay after and drill on specific things. So last times the high school coaches are also coaching the elementary, but we don't get there till like 615 sometimes <laughs> or we're always a little bit late. Um, but we got Luke Davison. He's really good at running my, the practice. Um, I've kind of let him transition to completely taking that over. We'd bounce off ideas to each other, but, uh, ultimately I, I kind of gave him the reins and, and, uh, I'll say if there's something specific I want covered, but, um, I just really trust him. And we talked a lot before the season about, um, doing this specific, uh, program that he's been doing with his, his boy that has seemed to really really work when we really just cut out a lot of the different stuff that we used to do and kind of narrowed it down. And we're just getting really, really good at the positions that we think we're in 90% of the time. Um, then we got Chris Cole, who's been, was a head coach when I was an assistant and then had a little leave and then he's back, but he's a really great vocal leader. He does a lot of scouting, um, knows a lot of stuff and 
and uh, is a great vocal leader. Like I said, um, the kids really respond well to him. We've got Todd Free, who's in the Monaga school system, um, just a stand-up guy, and and he does a ton of recruiting or in that school and a lot of scouting. He's he puts reports together on on teams and and knows exactly who what their record is, how many wins over 500 guys they have. He just puts in a ton of time. He does the same in football, but he transfers and brings that into wrestling. I've got Wade Huckerty and Sabika who helped me out here with recruiting, and and uh, he kind of does a lot on spreadsheets and and matchups, and is well aware of what's what's going on. And we got Austin Ripe who's helping out both at high school and elementary, and his boys very involved. And uh, I've got Nate Hendrickson who uh, is kind of a I always kind of refer to him as a CDO. He does a lot with fundraising and. And uh, very knowledgeable. He's a four-time All-American at Moorhead when he was wrestling and a national champ. So his his wrestling knowledge is is very good, and and uh, he's just a, a, a great guy. And I'm sure I forgot a coach, but we've got other guys that bop in and volunteer, and we've got a lot of guys like Ethan Hendrickson who's wrestling at at St. Cloud that's popping in. And when he's not practicing there, if he's on break, he's in our wrestling room and Ian Ness and. And uh, some of the guys that just graduated last year, they, we make it kind of a – we want them back, and they, they are willing to come back, so that's good. Well, Jake, congratulations uh, to you and, and the coaching staff and, and all those kids to be able to make it back to uh, another state tournament. We're excited for you and looking forward to rooting for the UNC Warriors at, at State Wrestling. Good luck. All right. Well, thank you. Again, just want to give you a reminder, 101.7 FM, AM 920, KWAD is your home for state tournament coverage at the wrestling tournament at the XL Energy Center. Our coverage on Thursday starts with a 10.05 pre-match coverage, and we are going to get you ready for those team wrestling matchups. Kyle Gelsine, Dan Lawson, going to be down at the XL Energy Center. You can listen on 101.7 FM, AM 920 KWAD, also online at wadinaradio.com slash KWAD. The Morning Sports Desk State Wrestling Preview continues. Right now, we are talking with Staples Motley Cardinals assistant coach Shane Tappy. And coach, first of all, congratulations on your team getting down to the state tournament. And second of all, congratulations are in order for another assistant coach on your staff. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that? Dan Birga was assistant coach of the year, um, and he he uh, is certainly well-deserving of that award. Yeah, and, you know, uh, with the coaching staff you guys have at Staples Motley, there's a lot of you guys around there. It's a big staff, but, you know, how does that all work? How do you guys all kind of put yourselves together and try and put those kids in the best position possible? What's it like? Well, I, I think that's one of the things that our head coach has done an extremely good job of is uh, is building a, a high-quality staff and, and finding finding coaches that really connect with kids, build good relationships, but um, also from a technical standpoint, um, we've got a pretty well-versed staff that can uh, can give different techniques to different kids dependent on their, you know, their size, their weight class, um, or their ability. And like I said, uh, Jim has really done a nice job um, putting together a a staff that uh, really works cohesive together um, and and really finds ways to make this team grow and develop and improve. 
And, you know, with head coach Jim Jackson, just t- talk a little bit about uh, uh, how long he's been here and what it's been like since he's uh, been on staff. Yeah, so Jim came to uh, Staples Motley uh, two years ago, and this is his second year as head coach. And, you know, he's really brought a uh, perspective um, of building, you know, that cohesiveness amongst the team. Um, really challenged us as coaches as to how do we how do we develop a focus and make sure that our kids are getting everything that they need. And, you know, he's real big on relationships. He wants to make sure that every kid feels valued, every coach feels valued. And, um, you know, it's really that, that family-type atmosphere. And, and, you know, he certainly has helped challenge us as coaches and, and pushed us to, you know, become a, a staff that looks at things from all different viewpoints and angles. And I think that's what what makes us uh, successful. Yeah, and, you know, throughout the season, obviously you guys knew you had a strong team and in a strong section as well. Was was getting to the state tournament as a team something that you and the coaching staff and the wrestlers, was that something that was a goal or was it just kind of throughout the season it was kind of just building and like, hey, we can get there? I think it's always a goal at the beginning of the year. You, you always want to set the set that as a as an opportunity um and i think really what it comes down to is we we realized that we had um you know a chance to do it um but we knew that there was going to be a lot of work that was going to have to happen from the start of the season till the end um being in the section that we were we were in uh you know going in preseason we definitely knew uh royalton um and holding ford were going to to be, uh, you know, to be a challenge. And uh, we knew we had a hill to climb and we knew that our kids were capable of doing it, but we had to make sure that they progressed and, and worked hard to get to where we give ourselves a chance. And um, certainly they did do that. And, you know, the kids really, they bought in and it was, you know, they, they put a lot of work in in the off season, but they also put a lot of extra work in during the season. And, we just got a great group of kids, a great staff that's, you know, just works for each other. And and to me, that's uh, that's the reason why we're in a position that we're in. And, you know, throughout the season, there probably were a couple moments that you kind of think led you to this point. What were those spots in the year, whether it was maybe uh, at a meet, whether it was in an individual or at practice even, where were a couple points uh, throughout the year where you felt like were big building blocks to get you guys where you are now? You know, I think it came to, down to like some perseverance. Like we had a we had a couple things throughout the year that, you know, maybe didn't go our way as as well as we were hoping for. We had some some health uh, stuff going on with some guys being in and out of the lineup, and you know, our our goal and target was always at the end of the year be able to compete for that section championship as a team, and and we knew we needed to make some sacrifices with some kids in order to be able to do that. Um, we had to sit some of our kids who maybe were dinged up a little bit mid season and, um, some other kids really stepped up and, and did what they needed to do to, to keep our team going and, and keep, uh, keep some of our other guys fresh. And, and so we had, uh, we had to work through some challenging times after that, you know, that January lull and, and we really had some kids step up uh, and and really push through in order to get 
get our guys healthy at the right time. And our goal was, you know, we always want to make sure that we're peaking at the end of the year. And, and obviously uh, our kids did an exceptional job of, of making that happen. That's section team tournament. And, you know, that section team tournament, like you talked about, there was Royalton, and, of course, there was the, the section title match against Holding Ford. Uh, what was it in those matches that you think really gave you guys the upper hand and allowed yourselves to, to come out of a very tough section? You know, we just kept telling the kids, you know, you got to just control the controllables. Do what you uh, do, what you do your job, play your role, and and uh, you know, I think Jim made the comment, you know, something miraculous is going to happen um, in in these duels tonight if everybody does their job and everybody plays their role. And and uh, you know, we really had some we really had some guys step up big. I mean, Jack Carlson and Blake. Blake Nealon probably wrestled their two best matches in their career up to that point. And, you know, everybody, like I said, everybody just came together as a team and it was really fun to watch because they, they were wrestling for more than just themselves. They were wrestling for each other. We had a ton of community support. I mean, our fan base was, was just amazing uh, up in Walker that night. And it just really, it really felt like something special that night, and it, and it certainly ended in a in a special way, beating the number two ranked team, Holding Ford, um, to make it to the state tournament. And I certainly don't want to take anything away from them, but uh, it was it just seemed like things were trending in our in our benefit. And now that you get down to the state tournament, you guys are the number two team ranked uh, uh, in the in the bracket, and you have that matchup with Lesueur Henderson in the first round. What do you guys know about them? What's it going to take to try and get from the quarterfinal to the semifinal? You know, we we've done a little digging on on Lesueur Henderson, and they're a young team uh, similar to us. Um, they got some real solid wrestlers, and you know, anytime you're down at the state tournament, you don't uh, you don't want to take anybody lightly, and and we want to make sure that we go in in with that headspace and make sure that we're ready to ready to go. And again, we're gonna we're gonna focus on controlling the controllables. We're gonna make sure that we're we're doing everything that uh, we've been training our kids to do all year long, and that's uh, you know score score early and score often and score last. And and if you do that. Uh, you tend to come out on top. And, you know, what's the balance? Because obviously, you know, like you said, a younger team and you get down to the state tournament and for, you know, as a team, you're bringing everybody and, you know, you get down to the XL Energy Center, there's the bright lights, the big crowds, and it's also just a fun moment and something these kids will never forget. So what's the balance between, you know, enjoying that moment, making sure you build that memory, while also making sure everybody's in the right headspace and locked in and ready to go? Yeah, we we've talked about that with the kids. It's, you know, you have to embrace this because, you know, this is an opportunity that doesn't come along every year. And so you you want to go and and just tell the kids enjoy the moment and go down there and give it your best effort and and show show everybody what we've seen as coaches, you know, all year long that, you know, Staples Motley Wrestling is capable of competing with anybody and and if we can come together as a team and we can we can do what we are capable of doing, um, you know, the results will, those will all fall into place. And last question I got for you here, Coach Tappy, is, 
you know, you touched on it a little bit earlier about that crowd that Staples Motley has, but what's it been like in the gyms all season long as you've been getting ready, uh, you know, at matches and at meets? And what's that fan base been like for you, and how fun has it been just to kind of give them give them these memories and, and kind of put, uh, you know, Staples Motley Wrestling back where it's uh, been? You know, it, it it seems as though the momentum has been building as the season has progressed. I mean, like the kids believe in what uh, what we got going. The coaches believe in what we got going, and it just seems as though that momentum has been building all year. And like I mentioned, to see the the support that the community has embraced here with the Staples Motley Wrestling Program, it's just been extremely fun to see. Um, you know the the support has been amazing the the fan base like i mentioned up in walker at the team section and even at the individual section in in ogilvy uh this last friday was was great as well i we're we're just blessed to have a, a supportive communities behind us supportive parents um you know we got moms dads aunts uncles um you know our our students they are extremely supportive. Our our basketball team is bringing down a fan bus to to watch uh, watch our wrestling team, and you know that just says a lot about the kids and the and the parents and the staff and the community that that we have here in Staples Motley. And you know it's uh, it's been really fun to see. It's been really it it just feels different. And to me, that's these are what uh, these moments are about what high school sports should be about and it's bringing a community together it's bringing families together and and kids together and it's just been amazing to see the support uh, from everybody and we're just we're blessed to have that here in Staples Motley. I lied. One last question for you, Coach Tappy. Uh, you know, with Bertha Hugh of Verndale, Parker's Prairie, and United North Central getting down to the state tournament, we have three local teams uh, all making it down as a team in each of their respective sections. What does that just tell you about how strong wrestling is in central Minnesota right now? What's the secret sauce to it? You know, honestly, I think it's when you have, when you have success amongst uh, a team or an area, um, success breeds success. And to me, it's it, it's really about uh, when when an area school is strong in in one sport, other other area schools tend to try to match that. And to me, that's what what it's all about. And I, I mean, I'm super happy for uh, UNC and for Bertha U at Burndale Parker's Prairie. I mean, it says a lot about uh, you know Central Minnesota wrestling. It's uh, it's pretty pretty awesome to see within you know a a 40 mile radius the amount of kids families and and communities that get to share this opportunity down in St. Paul at the Excel Energy Center it's uh it's pretty impressive we're talking with Staples Motley assistant wrestling coach Shane Tappy and coach appreciate the time appreciate all your answers best of luck to Staples Motley throughout the team and individual wrestling portion and hopefully uh, we get to talk about uh, some of that success later on after the tournament. Sounds great appreciate your time.
Once again, just want to give you a reminder, 101.7 FM, AM 920, KWAD, also online, anytime, anywhere, any place at wadinaradio.com slash KWAD. You click on stream local sports and bam, you are there where no matter where you are at, you can listen to our coverage of state wrestling, whether it's in the team portion or the individual portion, Kyle Gelsine and Dan Lawson are going to have all the coverage Thursday, Friday. And Saturday, one of our most listened to broadcasts of the year. So you might as well join in and be a part of all the fun. 101.7 FM, AM 920 KWAD. Also online at wadinaradio.com slash KWAD. Pre-game action on Thursday begins at 10.05 AM. And of course, we'll have coverage all throughout Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as well. The morning sports desk wrestling preview for state team tournament continues. And we're talking with Bertha Hewitt, Verndale Parker's Prairie head coach, Bill Wagner. And, uh, you know, appreciate the time that you've given us here to, to hop on the program. And uh, I guess just first talk about uh, just what this season has been like for your team. <laughs> it's been a very interesting season. We We have not really been healthy all season long. So we've struggled there. Yeah, I think a lot of schools have just different events. There's been kids out, key kids out in every lineup. So it's been interesting that way and uh, getting kids down to weight. We, we've managed to do that. So long story short, we've kind of just talked about a lot about staying focused and not worrying about what's happening with the rest of the team. Just take care of your job. Do your, do your part. So. Bill, when we go back to the beginning of the season, was a, a state tournament berth a part of this team's goals, or was that something that became a little more obvious to you as the season went along? No, it, w- it was part of our goals. We we knew we were real solid on the bottom end, um, you know, to the middle, and then we knew we had a few gaps in there, and then having Holden Truax get hurt um, with the knee injury and out for the season that that hurt, and then we were then we were debating, you know could we make it? And some guys weren't down to wait. And then we had a few holes. Um, so yeah, then we started to wonder, definitely started to wonder a little bit. Um, but the last, the last month, the guys have really come to focus and we got everybody where we needed. And most of the time we're healthy, we'll be healthy this weekend. So that that's a definite good thing for the individual tournament. Yeah, and you know, uh, with the uh, with the section play, I mean, you guys had to go through some good teams to to come out of Section Six A, including a, a matchup with Osakis, who was the top seed in the section tournament. What was that match like? And just kind of go through your emotions uh, from the start of that till knowing you were going to go to state. Yeah. So um, with Osakis, our bottom end is pretty tough, and so is theirs, and so they came out and kind of handed it to us on the first two we were hoping to split there and then right there we knew oh gosh this we're we're in trouble we're gonna need a you know a couple miracles couple upsets and uh fortunately for us Orrin Hart was able to to deliver that on a, a very tough individual and you know with Justin um George being hurt you know you really feel bad for that kid because he works hard he's a great kid um but you feel bad, but just him being out for those number of days and then coming back and he still wrestled great. It's just, he didn't have a, a gas tank for that third period and that we were able to capitalize on that. And then, um, then the, just the rest of the boys kind of came through, especially Braden Champ. 
up on top. You know, we were like, okay, we got to win one of these next three. Um, and he was able to take care of that for us. Pretty exciting to, to be able to make it back to a, another state tournament berth. And we'll talk about, uh, about that quarterfinal matchup uh, in, yeah. just, in just a bit. But I, I'm wondering, it's always fun. You get to this time of year and it's fun to, to, to look back. I know that it's constant forward motion as the season continues. But what were some highlights when you look back on a regular season or section tournament that, that stand out to you? Maybe it was an ind individual performance or something clicked as a team. Uh, what stands out to you from the season? Um, I would say right out of the gate, we went to Sertoma in uh, Grand Forks, wrestled in a team event up there, and we ended up taking third. We were able to beat um, Thief River Falls and Purim. So right there we knew, okay, we're we're in this, we're in the mix. And at that time we weren't down to weight, but we were healthy. <laughs> you know, we were, we were healthy, um, but we weren't down to weight. And so, but you know, just winning those two duels, both those teams are always tough. I mean, always really quality teams. And so we knew we could be in the mix if, if we got down to weight, stayed healthy. Um, and that, that was probably the, the start, you know, just where we knew, yep, we do have what we thought we had. And um, as, as the season went, it's, it's been up and down quite a bit, but um, the conference tournament was our boys wrestled extremely well there in the individual side. And uh, we ended up winning that tournament. So that was another point where we had just about everybody down to wait. We were still missing a couple kids due to illness, but we had everybody to wait. And, and the boys just wrestled extremely well that day and ended up winning that. So we're like, okay, now we just get everybody healthy. We're, we're going to be in the mix. You know, uh, it's been a few years now in this co-op and uh, uh, with Bertha Hewitt Verndale and Parker's Prairie together. And, you know, you guys have had multiple state tournament berths as a team. What's worked well in this pairing and just uh, how cool is it to see all these communities come together and produce some really good wrestling over the last handful of years? Yeah, it, it's been super exciting to see uh, the communities come together and especially this last section tournament. You know, being together, this I believe is our seventh year, um, but just the fan base that we had at, at the team section, it was loud. It was crazy. Um, a lot of fun. But yeah, seeing the kids start start together, you know, BHV, I, I grew up there, went to school there. So I think that was helpful just to start because I grew up in that community. I knew a lot of the people had relationships already. So when we co-opted, it wasn't it was really smooth. I mean, it went well. Um, and then there's just been great support ever since. And and then to see like our first year or two, we had one kid from each school. They were all wrestling off for 106, you know, and then instead of being, a, you know, them butting heads or getting into conflict, they created the 106 club. And then they would hang out after every home match or weekend event and their parents hung out. And that just kind of set the tone. Those kind of relationships are just super consistent with we're not just hanging out with our school, but with kids from other schools and other coaches and have a good time. It's It's been fun. It's been a blast. 
That's awesome insight, Bill. That's a, that's a great story. The 106 Club. I love. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I've been a part of the 106 Club since <laughs> maybe like fourth or fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, everybody's different. Everybody's different. <laughs> Say, I, I wanted to ask you, Bill. Um, we're very very lucky here in Central Minnesota in a pretty tight radius to see some unbelievable mm. wrestling with with you and and your club and obviously UNC is at state tournament and Staples Motley yeah. made the state tournament. I'm interested in your perspective on why is wrestling such a, what makes it so good here in central Minnesota? Well, I don't know. We might have to go ask Roger Miskey that question. (laughs) He's been covering the conference tournament for years. And he's always said that this, this area, I don't know if people are just more ornery around here, you know, growing (laughs) up on the farm (laughs) or what, but uh, he's always said that. And he always comes to the conference tournament just because it's always a quality tournament. And just lately you see a lot of wrestling names, wrestling families coming back into the mix. And it, it definitely has gotten a lot tougher. Just the last two or three years, you see these names that you're like, oh yeah, I remember those guys, you know, and oh yeah, another name popping up and you're like, oh, they're going to be tough. <laughs> you know, and that's, you see that with Staples, definitely you see that. And UNC, same thing. Um, And even the coaching staffs, you know, guys that I I used to wrestle or I know wrestled in college, they're all coming back and they're coaching and, you know, just that's, that's a huge piece, all that knowledge, that wrestling knowledge out there to be able to give your kids, not, not just in the wrestling room, but dieting and the mental aspect of staying together when you're cutting weight and you're working as hard as you're working. All those pieces really, really help out with wrestling families, just understanding kind of what's going on. And as you guys get ready for the the team tournament next week, obviously you guys got a pretty tough draw in that opening matchup, but just tell us who you're going to face in that opening round and uh, what's the early scouting report on them? Well, Chadfield, they, they got the one seed and they're ranked currently one and they've proven it. You look at who they wrestled and their only losses to Shakopee, who is, triple-A team and is in the state tournament. Um, yeah, we're we're like hoping to get three wins in that first duel. Not, um, hopefully not that we get blown out, but just they're, they're a little ahead of us kind of all the way through, and and that, that's going to be tough. We'll see on our bottom end if our bottom end, you know, they're, they're ranked all the way through on the bottom. And, and we have one or two, but we have quality individuals with 25, 30, 35 wins. So we should be in the matches if we can keep the scoring low, you know, not, not get pinned, but keep it low and have our chances. Keep it, keep it close. You never know. I know we have good gas tanks and our boys know it too. We, we run a lot of stairs and uh, one of the now Staples coach coaches, Holt Truax, he, he said, Wagner, I have a love hate relationship with stairs, man. I still do. Um, <laughs> Because he knew it got him to that that third period and gave him a big gas tank, but he doing it because it's a lot of work. <laughs> Bill, uh, uh, congratulations to you and your coaching staff and your entire team and and those communities. It's really exciting to see Bertha you at Verndale Parker's Prairie back at the uh, a wrestling tournament again. We're looking forward to being able to cover you and and uh, we're rooting on the Raiders as always. Good luck. Thank you so much. Thanks for the time, guys.
You have been listening to the Morning Sports Desk State Team Wrestling Tournament Preview Show. We talked with coaches from Bertha Hugh of Verndale Parkers Prairie, United North Central, and Staples Motley. Want to wish best of luck to all of the teams and to all of the individual competitors from across the listening area who will be down there. We hope you enjoyed this special production. We hope to do them for the other sports as well. This has been a lot of fun to put together. So if you like it, leave a comment, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's at WadenaRadio.com, the Superstation K106 app, or even on the KWAD Superstation K106, KNSP, the fan Facebook pages. If you love this, leave a comment and let us know. We'd love to keep pumping these out. And if you love them, we'll keep putting them out. Thanks for listening. Best of luck to all the wrestlers down at the X. The Morning Sports Desk, available on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and wadinaradio.com.